Welcome to the Durban Christian Centre South Message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. I've got a good word for you this morning. And I'm going to speak to you about three things about faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We understand today that faith pleases God. God looks for faith. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 6, But without faith it is impossible. Impossible to please him. Everybody say impossible. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Saints, without faith, the Bible says it's impossible to please God. With faith, we please God. God is pleased when you come to him believing and receiving a miracle because God wants to do miracles for us. Without faith, we can get into despair. We become hopeless. Without faith, you'll start looking in other places. You'll be looking to to the world for help. There's a story in the uh, second book of Chronicles, chapter 16, about the king of Judah, who was uh, King Asa, and he was in trouble. The city was besieged, and he needed help. And the Bible tells us that instead of putting his faith in God, he sent for the king of Syria. He sent to a worldly king for help. And the prophet came to came to King Asa and he said, listen, Asa, you have acted foolishly. You should have put your faith in God. Somebody say with me, I should put my faith in God. If sickness comes your way, you should first put your faith in God. When sickness comes your way, you should do what the Bible says, call for the elders to lay hands on you, and the prayer of faith will raise you up. It is foolish to go to the world first. I want to read that occasion out of 2 Chronicles 16, and turn with me to verse 7. At that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, Because you relied on the king of Syria, And not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Syria has escaped you. Were not the Ethiopians and the Libyans a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you relied then on the Lord, he gave them into your hands. The prophet is saying, remember when you had tough times before and you trusted God, he came through for you. And then he says here, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong 
on behalf of those whose hearts are faithful towards him. God is looking to show himself strong to you. He's attracted to faith. God responds to faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is the power by which we make contact with God because God does not answer our tears or our distress. God does not answer our doubts. God answers faith. So whatever your situation is today, turn your eyes away from the world. Some of you have decided, I will go to the bank. I will go to the world. I will go and loan some money. I'll do something. But God says, turn your eyes to me, sow a seed, speak your faith, and wait on the Lord. For those who wait on the Lord are as Mount Zion that cannot be shaken. Somebody say, hallelujah. Whatever your situation is today, dear saints, turn your eyes away from the world. God says, look to me. Believe me. Wait on the Lord. I will answer you. By faith, the miraculous comes into our lives. Miracles are supernatural interventions. Miracles are a suspension of natural law and God intervening, giving you that which is from heaven, overriding what's going on in your life. Glory to God. The Bible says faith pleases God. Lift your hands and say, Father, thank you that faith pleases you this morning. You know, some people don't want to go to God. They say, well, you know, I mustn't always go to God. I mustn't always ask. But God says, ask. God says, come to me. Someone say, well, you know, I don't want to just go to God over and over. God says, come to me over and over. He never tires of your voice. He never tires to supply. God does not run out of resources. He does not say, oh, why are you back again today? I just blessed you yesterday. Amen. That, he doesn't say, well, things are getting a bit thinner, you know. Amen. There is more than enough for you with God. Somebody say amen. Number two, faith understands that the world was framed by the word of God. Hebrews 11 verse 3, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. In other words, faith sees things and understands things from the perspective of God's revelation. When I have revelation according to God's word, I understand life and my life. Listen, outside of faith, life doesn't make much sense. Outside of faith, things can seem very random, but God's got the ability of taking things that happen that seems random and turn them together for good for those who believe him. Hallelujah. Faith understands, the scripture says, that my world is framed by God's word. When an artist creates 
here's uh, his painting. He takes that painting and he frames it. In other words, he says, everything I want you to see about my painting is inside this frame. Everything I want you to experience, I want you to experience looking inside this frame. No matter where you hang that picture, if you take the famous picture of Mona Lisa and hang them in, in a Pandoki, it's still Mona Lisa. It's still got the same power. Still got the same value. Hallelujah. You can hang that artist's picture on the most damaged and terrible wall, but it still says what it's supposed to say because his picture is framed. Your world is in the frame of God's promises. God has framed your life with his promises. He has set your borders. Don't look at the dirty wall. Don't look at the circumstance you're in. Look at the promise that he framed your life in. Somebody say amen. God's word and vision for your life is revealed by scripture. Hallelujah. And my notes fell by the wind. Thank you. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying today? If you want to know what God is saying to you, don't look at your circumstance. Don't look at your situation. Don't look at your history. Don't look at your parents. Don't look at, at your brothers. Look to the Word of God. Because God wants you to understand what he planned for you according to his word. His word is perceived by faith. His word is a revelation from heaven to me of what God has prepared for those who love him. When I look outside of the word, I easily get a distorted picture. Faith comes by the word of God. You see, when Jesus came to the city of Nazareth, the town of Nazareth, they could not see him as God's word. They had become familiar with him. They said, we know your mother. We know your, your father, they thought. We know your brothers. We know your sisters. And the Bible says in verse 5, it's the most amazing scripture and I want to just spend a few moments on the scripture because much has been said about it, which is not quite true. In uh, Mark chapter 6, verse 5, it says, Now Jesus could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Many people take that scripture to mean that he tried healing a lot of people, but only a few of them got healed. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that he laid his hands on a few sick people. So the emphasis is that he laid his hands on a few. Not that he laid his hands on many and only healed a few. So in other words, when Jesus was marveling at their unbelief, he was marveling that they did not come to him. 
He was the same, the same Jesus that healed and delivered and set the captives free. It does not say he laid his hands on many sick, but only a few got healed. And that is what sometimes people say from the scripture, that even Jesus couldn't heal a lot of people. No, I want you to know that the few sick that he did lay, the, lay his hands on were all healed. Because the Bible says very clearly he laid his hands on a few sick people and they were healed. Hallelujah. When you come to God believing, you will be healed. You will receive. When he touches you, you will receive a miracle. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Every person Jesus laid hands on was healed. But the problem came because they were familiar with him. They did not come to him for their healing. He was preaching and he made an altar call and only a few came forward. And the few who did, he laid hands on them and they were healed. They saw, you see, they did not believe. Why did they not come? Because they were offended at him. Because they didn't believe he's the son of God. They didn't come because they, they saw him in the natural. Their unbelief kept them from seeing the miraculous son of God. They did not see Jesus as God's anointed. And therefore, they could not come to him. They did not come to him, and they couldn't receive their healing. Can you see that that scripture is speaking and telling you and I, come to Jesus? Hallelujah. Because if you do, you will be healed. You see, even in the same way, people see the Bible as just words written on a page, not God speaking. And so they say things like when you tell them a scripture, they say, yes, I know that. But instead of saying, I hear that, I receive it as the word of God. Hallelujah. You see, the way you respond to the word of God is the, is the, the power that you will receive from the word of God. His word is from above. It has divine origin. His word comes with power, backed by the Holy Spirit. God's word in Scripture is not a dead letter. It is the very word of God. The Bible says the Scripture is God-breathed. Hallelujah. And when you receive that word as the word from God, you always receive. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say my, my world is framed by the Word of God. Instead, in fact, we need to understand that everything that is not according to the Word is not from God. Some people say, well, I'm poor because God wants me poor. That's not from God. It's outside of the frame. It's outside of the picture. It's outside of the promise. The promise is you will prosper. Hallelujah. Somebody say, well, I'm sick for the glory of God. That's not in the Word. The Word never says that He will not heal you and that He'll only heal us a few. 
the word says only a few came. But each one that came was healed. And this morning his presence and his power is here. I don't know what it is that you need. But if you come to him, he will lay his hands on you and you will receive today. Somebody say amen. The next thing, the final thing that I want to say to you is that faith does not see death. Faith does not fail. The Bible says in, um, it says, by faith Enoch was taken away, Hebrews 6 verse 5, so that he did not see death. Enoch did not die because his faith pleased God. Hallelujah. Faith pleases God, and I want to say to each and every one of you that's here this morning, not to despair. You will not die. You will not, you will not come to a place where the answer of God is not forthcoming. You will not miss out, but as God has promised, so it shall be. Hallelujah. He will heal you. He will touch you. He will promise you. Uh, prosper you. He will deliver you. Faith cannot see death. Why can faith not see death? Because it has already received the promise. Praise God. I remember there being times when it seems like what I'm believing God for is impossible. Like Lazarus was four days dead already, but he is still the resurrection and the life. I want you to know that faith pleases God. When Jesus was on that boat in Matthew 8, 23, it says he, him and his disciples were on a boat and suddenly a great storm arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And then his disciples came to him and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. But he said to them, why are you so fearful, you of little faith? And then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Hallelujah. They thought they were going to die. There was a storm. And the Bible says Jesus was asleep. Let me tell you, saints, many people treat the Word of God as if it's asleep, as if it's dormant, as if it has no power. But they came, and when they woke Jesus up, they didn't wake him up with a statement of faith. They woke him up saying, we're going to die. Jesus said, you did the right thing to wake me up because he responded to them. But he said, you woke me up in the wrong way. Hallelujah. He woke up and he rebuked the storm. I want to tell you this morning, Jesus will rebuke your storm. In the name of Jesus, he will calm that storm. He will break that weapon formed against you. He will destroy it. Hallelujah. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. He did not, they should have remembered. Jesus said, we are going over. And they thought when they saw the storm, they thought we're going under. You cannot go under for going over. You this morning, dearly beloved, are going over. 
Whatever your situation is, Jesus, your Lord, is God and is present with you with power to deliver you. Glory to God. Don't turn back. Don't change direction. Don't change your confession. You got in the boat with Jesus. Stay with Jesus. Stay with the word. Stay with the promise. Stay with the power. He will do it. Somebody say amen. It's important, dearly beloved, to stand in faith because you will not see death. I remember when my wife was, was not well, we were newly married, and she had a growth come up in her stomach, and it was a terrible growth, and we, we were concerned about it. And she went to the, to the doctor to have it checked out, and they checked it out. They said to her, listen, we don't know what it is, but you need to come in urgently. We need to operate on you. And she said, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not going to be operated on. I'm not like King Asa. I'm not going to go to the world. I'm believing God. Listen, when you get bad news, get into the presence of God. When you, when you have opposition, get into the presence of God. Let nothing keep you from worshiping Him, being in His presence, glorifying Him, building yourself up in your most holy faith. And we went to, to a meeting and suddenly the, the prophet of God called her out and she received her healing. Hallelujah. Why? Because she came to the word. Come on, tell your neighbor, come to the word. Come to Jesus. Come to the word of God. You will receive according to his word. Hallelujah. He will not change his mind. He won't only like, like some people understand that scripture in Mark 6, he won't only just, just say, okay, there's 20 of you, I'll just heal a few. Three, the rest of you, goodbye. No, all who came to him were healed. Somebody say amen. Come on, lift your hands, say he healed them all. He touched them all. He answered them all. He blessed them all. He did a miracle for them all. This morning, his hand is on you for a miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when you receive, dearly beloved, stand firm, stand strong. Um, I remember testifying the one day, and I said, listen, she got healed, and it never came back again. And to my surprise, Patricia jumps up, and she says, now I've got a testimony. She says, it did come back. Three months later, it came back. But she said, I decided that God is my healer, that his word is true, that it cannot come back. It cannot get on me again. That poverty that chased you down before cannot catch you again. Hello, that lack, whatever it is, cannot come on you again. Stand your ground and say, I know my Redeemer lives. I know God is my healer. I know God is my provider. So much so that she didn't even tell me about it. I heard about it a year later. She told nobody. Listen, watch your mouth. Because your confessions build a narrative in your mind. Amen. 
She said, I am not. She resisted that sickness. She resisted that thing. She says, I am healed by the stripes of Christ. I refuse. You will not come back. And guess what? It left her. I forget now what she says. Was it in a day or two days? Put your hand out the window there and show me, Pat. But how many days did you have to resist? Three days. She stood her ground because he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is the God that watches over his word to perform it. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Come on, those of you watching by live stream and YouTube, I don't know what situation you're in today, but God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith pleases God. Glory to God. Faith receives his word as the frame of his word for your life. And faith does not fail. Now, all of you who need a miracle, who need to see a breakthrough of God, I want you to know this morning that Jesus heals them all. He is the God who answers his word. He doesn't watch over his word some of the time. He watches over it all of the time. And today is your day for a miracle. I want everyone that's believing God for a miracle today. Stand up where you are. Come on, stand up next to your car. You can get out of your car and just hold your hand up and raise your hand and believe in God because he is the God of your answer this morning. That breakthrough is coming to you today. Each and every person. I don't, I don't know what your situation is. God knows. But let me tell you, he has framed your situation in his word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, we're going to pray now. Father, as each and every one stands here before you today, you are the God who healed them all. Each and every person that comes to you will not be turned away in shame, will not be turned away in despair. In the mighty name of Jesus, I come against you, spirits of wickedness, spirits of debt, spirits of sickness and disease, torment, turmoil. In the mighty name of Jesus, works of the devil, I come against you. Those of you watching, I come against those works in the mighty name of Jesus. I break your power over these lives as they come to Him now. Lord, I thank You that You stretch out Your hand to each and every one this morning who comes to You because You are the God that heals them all, delivers them all. Now in the name of Jesus, I stretch out my hand. I release deliverance. I release breakthrough. I release prosperity. I release the answer to your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, as they have believed right now, Father, I thank you for a miracle. I thank you for the blessing of God. I thank you for the answer that comes to every life. In the name of Jesus, be free, be delivered, be let that power of darkness be broken over your life. Lord, I release your anointing. Be made whole. That's right. Just receive. Start saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. That's His hand. That's His presence. That's His power coming on you right now. According to the word of the Lord, be ye 
made whole. Let your family made whole. Let your business be restored. Let your work be restored. Let your body be healed. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak deliverance to you. That's right, that's right, that's right. Right now, just believe God. Receive. I release the anointing on your life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, everyone made every bit whole. I release the miracle power of God in your life. I seal you in the precious promise of God. Father, I thank you for each one that will experience your intervention, your blessing right now. I release that. Be made whole, body, soul, and spirit. Prosper in Jesus' name. I speak a reconciliation, a restitution. Father, in these lives, I command restoration. And I thank you for the abundance and the blessing of God. And everybody said, I believe. Come on, say, I believe. I receive. In the name of Jesus, lift your hands and just start thanking Him. Thanking Him. Thanking Him. It's a new day. There's a release of His power on you. I thank you now, Lord, for a new day, a release of your power and your presence. In Jesus' name, I bless every saint. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Now, every eye closed, every head bowed for a moment, friend. The greatest miracle you can receive is the salvation of your soul. Your sins being washed away by the miraculous blood of Jesus. And you are here today or you're watching by, by our live stream on YouTube. You say, Pastor Johnny, my life's not right with God. Friend, there's an answer for you. It's the blood of Jesus. The blood of the Lamb of God that washes sins away. Cleanses from the uttermost to the uttermost. The Bible says this power of this blood reaches the highest mountains and flows to the lowest valleys. No matter how dirty you feel, no matter how guilty you are, there's a Savior. There's a solution for you. There's deliverance for you in the name of Jesus. And this morning, don't look to the world. Don't look to psychologists. Don't look to, to the bottle. Don't look to anything. But turn your eyes on Jesus. And he will hear you and answer you today. I bless you. Now, all of those of you who say, Jesus, I give you my life. Save my soul. Now, I want you to pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, pray that prayer. Heavenly Father, I believe that your son Jesus shed his blood to wash my sins away. Lord Jesus, I believe you're the son of God. And today... I repent and I turn my life to you. Jesus, save my soul. Wash me in your blood. I give my life to you. And I thank you for hearing me today. I bless those who have prayed this prayer now, Father. And I thank you for the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. For salvation for those who call on your name. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Those who prayed that prayer today. 
God heard your voice. He heard your cry and he answered you. From this day, he counts you as his own. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say God heard my prayer. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, saints, we are going to baptize right now. So those who need to be baptized, please come to the platform. But I've got one more thing to say. Sunday was great, but Monday is better. God bless you. Love you as you go today. We trust that you were blessed by this podcast and that you are inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek Him, you shall surely find Him. If you have been touched by this message and feel led to sow into our ministry, please go to our website www.durbanchristiancenter.co.za or find our banking details in the description below. We encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube so you can have up-to-date information on all our church activities. Please feel free to drop us your contact details. We'd love to connect with you.